This is the Men Podcast, episode number 16. I'm your host, James, and today I have one of those solo sessions that I was talking about last week in my last update podcast. Um, so this one, this week, is going to be about concealed carry. This is one I know a lot about. Um, I partake in this, so it's something that's, I guess, near and dear to me, but at the same time, I, I know a lot of information and I'm in the gun world, and I, I would consider myself a part of the gun community. So um, here goes nothing. I, I'm going to throw a lot of information at people, um, and this just isn't for people who are beginning. It can be, but this is also people that have been carrying or um, been carrying for a while, been carrying for a long time, or, again, if you're just a beginner. I'll also put time breakdowns in all my main topics, and I'll, I'll put the main topics down so you'll see like why concealed carry and then the time that it's at. Um, so we'll start off with why, why concealed carry. Well, the first reason is because you can. I, I think that's pretty important. Um, it, it, it's implemented for a reason. I believe that an armed society is a safer society. So therefore, if the state permits you and you're able to take the class and you're able to pass a background check and submit fingerprints and do all that stuff and and or the stuff that states permit you, I don't know if that's in every state. I know some states are permitless carry and constitutional carry and they do stuff like that. I'm just speaking on the state of Michigan's behalf. That's what you have to do. But regardless, if you can, you should. And I, I think that's really important. And it also comes down to if you're considering why concealed carry, it's how seriously do you take your own safety and the safety for the other people around you, i.e. being your family or your loved ones or your friends or things of that, of that nature. Um, and again, just depends how seriously you want to take it. For me, it, it's the fact that you want it to be an unfair fight if it comes down to self-defense. You really do. There's no such thing as a fair fight. Um, it, you you see that in the, the martial arts world. You'll see it in, in pretty much every world that that deems under self-defense. You never really want a fair fight. Not really. You never want a fair fight because um, that's how people get hurt and that's how people get killed. So those are some just the main reasons why I, I think why you should conceal carry. Now we'll kind of get into like the, the guts of everything. So I thought it'd be fun to do... Um, horrible advice that i've heard and why it's not correct i these are again these are just my opinions and i've just heard a lot of this because i used to i used to work in the gun industry and these are things that i would hear and i still hear to this day or things that i just see on social media um and and things like that um let me write something down real quick so first off what we're going to do is the one I hear the most for some reason is don't carry with one in the chamber. I think that's just such a ridiculous argument um, just to tell somebody right off the bat not to do that. I, th- it, it, I know people do it. I know it's a thing. But for me, you're going to... I feel like you're just going to pull your gun and it's going to go click. It's just, why would you want to do that extra step when it's just as safe as carrying with one in the chamber? And it is just as safe as carrying one in the chamber. So for me, that one just doesn't make any sense because you're just wasting time on a, on a different action. Um, and that's just the, the economy of, of mo- or it was the economy of motion. Movement equals time. 
Um, so the more time you spend doing that shit, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, two is always, always carry a gun with a safety on it. That's one thing I always hear people say. And there's this stigma attached to having a safety on a gun is safer because that's the whole point of that specific part of that gun is making it so nothing can pull the trigger. Well, I hope you know that the only thing that's going to be pulling the trigger is your finger. That's what makes the gun go off. So for me, I think this is a, is a silly argument as well. Now, granted, you can carry um, a, a gun with a safety on. That's fine. Just remember to turn it off when you draw. And that's the one thing you have to train into your, your system all the time is when you draw that gun, first thing that pops off when you you get that gun out of the holster is you take the safety off. Um, another thing I hear a lot is accessories on a firearm are pointless and you should always keep your gun stock. Now, for me, I would somewhat agree to this to a point, right? It's advice that I've heard, but I've also heard it to the point where like you need to keep your gun stock 100% of the time. I would disagree with that. Just because on the fact that if you look at rifles, right, we put red dots and scopes and lights and things like that on rifles. For red dots and scopes, I believe they make rifles more efficient for aiming. So why wouldn't you do the same to a pistol, right? You do you put RMRs like Trijicon RMRs and SROs and any red dots, big red dots out there on your carry guns and I think it, it's a good thing to do same thing with putting lights on your carry guns I put lights on my carry guns um, you need to be able to see so I think that keeping your firearm stock um, point is point or ugh, keeping your firearm stock is the way to go to an extent I feel like once you kind of grow out of that stock firearm and you f start to figure out hey you know what can I do to enhance my carrying experience and enhance my shooting ability not only with training, but, you know, let's say I want to run a light or run a red dot. Um, you go ahead and do it. I, I don't see why there's a problem with that. Another one I see all the fucking time is appendix carry is dangerous. Appendix carry is where you carry in that 12 o'clock position. Um, and mainly you hear a lot with men is that, you know, you're going to blow your dick off or you're going to blow your junk off. Um, it, it's a stupid fucking argument. Again, it can go back to that carrying a gun with a safety argument. Your gun's not going to go off. The only thing that makes your gun go off is pulling the trigger. And if you have a proper holster and you have common sense, it should not be a problem. Another issue with appendix carry that we see, especially in this country, is people are fat. People want to say that you know appendix carry is stupid and they're as fat as a house. It's because they can't. Um, so lose your gut appendix carry rocks um, another thing i fucking hate and i hear all the time is you should only carry blank brand or you should only carry a glock or you should only carry a sig or smith and wesson or ruger is where it's at listen give people options there there's tons of gun stores you can take people to let them get the feel for it Yes, you can recommend your favorite gun, but then again, don't go around saying that, you know, Glock is shit or polymer frame guns are shit or 1911s, you know, don't carry them. It's only got eight rounds. Listen, have a gun and be willing to use it. It doesn't matter what it is. If it functions and it shoots where you're pointing it and you're good with it, who cares? Just have a gun and be willing to use it. I carry Glocks. This is what I like. Um, and I get a lot of shit for it from other people, but at the same time, it's like, eh, 
I don't care. It's a gun, and I train with my guns, and I'm good with them, so I don't care. Um, so again, don't listen to people that say that you should only carry this gun. It, it, those are the people you need to stay away from. Um, another one is only carry one system. So now what do I mean by only carry one system? This is a toss-up for me because the reason why I think it's a bad piece of advice is because you're saying that you should only carry one gun all year round. That's what I mean. So if, if it's like Michigan here, it gets it's cold seven months out of the year. So a lot of people will carry bigger guns, and then during the summer they'll downsize, which I do that. Um, but there's a there's an argument of people saying that you should only carry one gun all year round. And look, during the winter I carry a full-size handgun. Um, I wear sweatshirts and jackets, so there's no reason you shouldn't upgrade to a full-size handgun, um, especially if you're comfortable with it. They're easier to shoot. You get more capacity, and you keep a lot more rounds on you. Um, I wouldn't really consider a Glock 19 a full-size handgun because that's what I carry mostly. Um, but if I want to downsize, I have something like a Glock 48 and, a, and some other guns that I can switch to. The only thing that the reason why I think it's a, it's a bad thing, especially to tell a beginner, is because now you're saying that you can't be competent and you, you can't be good with multiple weapon systems, i.e. weapon systems being... You know, if you're switching, like I said, from a Glock 19 to a Glock 48 or a 43 or, or something along that line. And I compare a lot of things to the Glock 19 because that's just the standard in the the pistol industry. Um, so again, um, don't really listen to people that say only carry one weapon system. If you can train proficiently on multiple, have at it. You know, I, I'm not opposed to that at all because I do it. So now um, I want to kind of talk about um, good piece of advice that I think that um, people should really share um, and, and also things that I have, haven't really covered on the horrible advice and correcting it. So one piece of advice is um, have a good belt. Um, people really lowball this one and I don't know why because having a good belt is pretty much how you're going to be successful with your carry setup. It's like 90% of it, I would say. Having a good belt is key. I carry um, or I wear one of those uh, Groove Life belts. They're actually pretty awesome. I know there's a lot of like other belts out there that are, are flimsy and shit. And you just need to have a good belt. And it's going to be one of those things that you're going to do where you're going to end up probably with a lot of belts. Not as much as you will holsters, but... You know, get a good belt, look them up online. I know like Core makes a good belt and stuff like that. Um, the next one is obviously find a good holster that's a good balance between comfort and efficiency. So now, what I mean by that is comfort and efficiency. Comfort being, you know, it's comfortable to wear. And the argument is that if, you're, if it's comfortable, you're going to wear it more, which is true. Um, but you also need it to be efficient. If you get in a ground fight or if you get in a hand-to-hand -hand situation, I guess hand-to-hand -hand sounds kind of cringy, but if you get in a physical altercation with somebody and it ends up on the ground, which it probably will, um, you don't want your gun flying out. And that's my argument against leather holsters. Um, I just don't think leather holsters are that great, um, especially they warp over time. And that's fine if you're just walking through the woods or whatever, and, and that's fine. But especially in open carry, you're like walking through the woods or you're hiking or something, and that, that's totally fine. But I'm talking about concealed carry. Um, I think it's a silly option for inside the waistband. Um, so what's a good balance between comfort and efficiency? Listen, 
carrying a gun is not going to be comfortable. And the people that say that are fucking lying to you. Carrying a gun isn't necessarily the most comfortable thing all the time, especially when you start getting in vehicles and you walk for a long time and things along that line. After a while, you know, you you will notice it. You will notice it's there. If you don't notice it's there, I would say that's a that's a problem. For me, holsters I recommend. I, I, wear, I wear Kydex holsters. Um, no, they're not the most comfortable in the world, but they're not like lots of people have the comment of like they jab you and cut you and they they don't i don't know where people get that from and plus they're secure they they lock um especially if you have a a good one they'll lock you'll hear a click when they put them in and it it holds it so i like kydex Um, you'll end up with a lot of holsters too that's that's one thing we need to cover is that you will go through a lot of holsters i have so many fucking holsters for each gun and it's ridiculous but I like having the option of having multiple holsters because different things you wear and different apparel and different times of the year require different things. So for me, I got stuff that's minimalistic and I have stuff that's, I guess you would say more heavy duty, but again, it's just concealed carry. So it doesn't get any more heavy duty than another Kydex holster. Um, You also want something that like doesn't give you away. Um, So when you're wearing it, you know, under your shirt or things like that. You want a good holster that conceals it well. You get a lot of holsters that have like wings on them. You see those little wings that stick out of the side that push the gun towards you. I would recommend something like that. And another, the last one is that uh, a part of the good pieces of advice is off the body carry isn't stupid. You hear a lot of people that are like the women that say, and I used to say this when I was in the industry that you know, carrying in your purse is not the smartest idea. Granted, is it better than keeping it on your body? No, I think on your body in a holster is the best place to put it. But I I may or may not also put them in bags and sling bags and even fanny packs. I see a lot of people doing and that's fanny packs are becoming a big thing again. Um, so you're not going to stick out like a sore thumb. And you're um, it's it's not going to be obvious, which is pretty cool. Another last piece of advice that I didn't write down is don't dress all tactical. Don't wear 5'11 cargo pants. Don't fucking be wearing, you know, Solomon shoes all the time and and things along that line. Just dress like a normal fucking person and, and don't don't give yourself away because I see you. We all see you out there. Um, just dress accordingly and do your best. I, that's all I can really say. Now, this section I'm going to cover is firearms now this is a touchy subject for some people because they don't know and this is going to be more for my beginners so firearms what gun should i carry or what's the mindset behind the kind of gun i should carry so i and you've heard me say it before the glock 19 is really the standard Um, it's the most common handgun in america the United States of America, um, and it's the I think it's the most concealed, too. I could be wrong, but don't fact check me on that. So that's going to be the gun I kind of compare everything to because it, the Glock 19 just sets the bar really for everything, and that's what a lot of companies use the comparison. So um, first of all, I think a tip about a firearm and, and concealed carrying is you should try to go as big as you can without compromising your gun. So what I mean by that is printing. 
So you should go as big as you can without printing, without it being too cumbersome and being too obnoxious. Um, for me, it falls in between like that Glock 48 and Glock 19. Like I said, I interchange them both. The bigger the gun for me and for most people, I would say a lot of people, is that the bigger the gun, the easier it is to shoot because you have more actual gun absorbing the recoil and things along that line. So try to carry as big as gun as possible. Don't carry one of those like little micro 380s. I think it's retarded. Um, I, I think that carrying a gun that small is fucking stupid just because you're not going to be able to hit shit with it unless you really, really train with it, which that gun you're really going to have to. Um, they're really snappy. And for me, I've always seen that they're kind of unreliable too. So don't carry one of those like micro heaters because I think it's just dumb. But again, if that's your only choice, have a gun and be willing to use it. Another one is, uh, and this goes out to the women out there, is that uh, don't listen to people when they tell you that just get a revolver. Now, there's a good argument there. I think semi-autos are superior to revolvers in a sense that they're more efficient. They're easier to shoot. Granted, if you train on a gun and you train on that specific gun, let's say it's a revolver, that gun's going to be easy to shoot because you're familiar with it. I'm just saying in general, I think it's easier to load. I think semi-autos are, are just more efficient and way easier to manipulate if you train with them. Revolvers are simple, but I think they're a little harder to shoot, and I think you'll be better off with a semi-auto, but again, have a gun be willing to use it. Now, you'll hear me say that a lot. So why did I bring up and say that it was just for women? Well, you get a lot of people that are like, women are too weak to like rack back a slide or, or like load a magazine. So the revolver is perfect. Now, granted, I do know a lot of people that carry a revolver. and A lot of them are actually men. I know I know a lot of women and they usually carry semi-autos. So if that says anything for you, but just don't let people tell you what kind of gun to carry. It's just frustrating. Um, and last one, or actually one of the few last ones is, this one's going to sound really silly, but I do it all the time is look at yourself in the mirror, be a little narcissistic for a change, because I think that looking yourself in the mirror while you're drawing or you're dry firing, or you put in different outfits on, or you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, okay, that holster's not going to work. Look at yourself in the mirror because that's what other people are going to see. I think it's a way overlooked piece of advice. And it helps me out a lot. So there's nothing more, nothing less. Just look at yourself in the mirror. Check yourself out. See how good you look. Rock that fucker. And lastly, we kind of covered this in the um, horrible advice and why it's not correct topic. But lights and red dots aren't stupid. Um, they're really not. If you want to put a light on your gun, in which I would actually recommend. Again, I put lights on all my guns. All my guns that I, that either if it's home defense or personal defense or whatever it is, I put lights on them. You need to be able to see what you're shooting at. And red dots, again, you know, it's just aiming efficiency. You can be just as good as irons. It's just as much as you are on red dots, but I think red dots are a little faster. So the, with I know I've been throwing a lot of information at people, but at the same time, um, I, don't, I guess I don't know where going with this. I throw a lot of information out. So these are like the really important key parts that you need to listen to is one, have a good belt, holster, and a gun. You have those three, you're good. Two, have a good mindset. Carrying is really just kind of a mindset. 
you shouldn't have to be and what i mean by that is like you shouldn't be paranoid you or things like that just have a good mindset just be more vigilant you have a responsibility to protect yourself and protect others so again have a good mindset this one's a really big one is know your laws know your locals and state laws that's really 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 important out of out of most things that that's super important know your laws i'm not going to tell you the laws because you might live somewhere else and two i'm not a lawyer so i don't feel legally obligated to another one is train get training get more training and train some more training is the most important thing to do literally the number one thing to do and i'm not listing these in order of importance i just listed them off but train 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 you cannot get enough training if you think you've trained enough train some more this one's a funny one don't be an asshole don't open carry just don't be an asshole about it don't go around flexing your gun or thinking you're cool because you carry a gun you're not you're just like everybody else and last but not least educate people if you're like me i think education is super important um, i'm in the trades and how this relates is that everything is hands-on training and everything is hands-on education and firearms should relatively be the same. You need to educate people properly. You need to steer people away from bad organizations and, and people that love like the NRA and things like that. Because I think that NRA is bullshit. And I think if you're truly pro-Second Amendment, you would understand that. Um, so just educate people. Educate them on on safe gun handling and the difference between being pro-Second Amendment and pro-gun. Because there is a big difference. Um so again, I know I threw a lot of information out at people and, I'm, and this is a really short time, but again, it, I will have the time breakdowns in the description so you can always go back and re-listen to everything. So with that all being said, thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.